All right, this is quarter two of uh, day 23 of our year-long study in the New Testament, and today we're looking at Luke chapter 14. And what great parables uh, from Jesus again in this chapter. I'll read um, a good one that starts in verse 7 when Jesus teaches about humility. When Jesus noticed that all who had come to the dinner were trying to sit in the seats of honor near the head of the table, he gave them this advice. When you're invited to a wedding feast, don't sit in the seat of honor. What if someone who is more distinguished than you has also been invited? The host will come and say, give this person your seat. Then you will be embarrassed and you will have to take whatever seat is left at the foot of the table. Instead, take the lowest place at the foot of the table. Then when your host sees you, he will come and say, friend, we have a better place for you. Then you will be honored in front of all the other guests. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then he turned to his host. When you put on a luncheon or a banquet, he said, don't invite your friends, brothers, relatives, and rich neighbors, for they will invite you back and that will be your only reward. Instead, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. Then at the resurrection of the righteous, God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you. So we all probably do what Jesus warned against to some extent. You know, we do things for people knowing they will repay us. I've got a great example. I'll eat with my father-in-law sometimes, and I'll grab the check sometimes and, and pay it. But but I know my father-in-law, and he's very generous, and he'll grab the check and pay it the next time. And, and I'm, so I'm not doing anything special to pay the check. As a matter of fact, I know my father-in-law will actually try to outdo me with his generosity. So anything I do for him, really, he'll probably pay it back two or three times over. But Jesus gives us a different goal. You know, he says, do stuff for people who can't repay you. Because that comes with a different kind of reward. A reward from God someday. I'll read another section of it, uh, this chapter starting in verse 25. Um, Here it goes. A large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, if you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else, your father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. But don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there is enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of money, and then everyone would laugh at you. They would say, there's the person who started that building and couldn't afford to finish it. 
Well, what king would go to war against another king without sitting down with his counselors to discuss whether his army of 10,000 could defeat the 20,000 soldiers marching against him? And if he can't, he would send a delegation to discuss terms of peace while the enemy is still far away. So you cannot become my disciple without giving up everything you own. So the, the words of Jesus in those verses talk about the great cost that you must bear to really be his disciple. Those early apostles understood that great cost. I think it's probably easier easier for us now to, to miss it, to miss the point, to not really understand the true devotion that the early disciples understood. I think it's easier for us to coast along and only be semi-committed, to not really give up everything for Jesus, to just give up a little and and hold on to the other things, the luxuries, the conveniences. But in contrast to that, Jesus was all in, and he preached that type of mentality to those who would listen to him. And to all those, those people then and people now who are only partially in, I think we're, we're missing what Jesus had, that connection to God that only comes from viewing all else as trash, as worthless in comparison to the privilege of carrying a cross and following Christ fully. So hopefully that's helpful today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for Luke chapter 14. Thank you for helping us understand what it what it really means to be devoted to you. Help us to understand that cost and be willing to get all in like you were, where any any sacrifice that we have to make is, is worth making um, to be closer to God. Help us to have that mentality and to grow and mature into that type of faith. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.